With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Thanks for listening to the best of Outkick the Coverage podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the Coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis on Fox Sports Radio. I understand a lot of you out there are not Central Arkansas fans. And a lot of you out there are not Austin P fans. But I have to tell you that I had an inordinate amount of fun watching this football game on Saturday night because of all of the battling over the years. I feel like, it feels like years, over the past several weeks and over the past several months about whether or not there was going to be a college football season at all. And this felt like a tremendous win to be able to actually play a college football game. We got games coming this week in FBS, but I got to give credit to Central Arkansas for the win, to Austin P for playing to Montgomery, Alabama for hosting it. Not only did we have a college football game, we had a college football game with crowds. And there's so much fun to have with all of the awful predictions about how we wouldn't have college football. And I feel for all the people out there in the Big Ten and Pac-12 who listened to me that were watching this program and they were thinking to themselves, my goodness, we've got Central Arkansas with more wins for the fall 2020 football season than anybody in the Big Ten or the Pac-12 is going to end up with. It's the biggest win for Scottie Pippen's alma mater of all time. But there's so much to dive into here. we got a loaded show for you. Uh, I'm going to talk about a lot of things in today's show, including 
the idiocy of many sports leagues and many athletes now that we know more about Jacob Blake. That's going to be a serious discussion. That will come a little bit later. We're going to have Jason Whitlock on the program. Much to discuss. But I want to have a little bit of fun to start with over college football being back. Again, FBS kicks off on Thursday. Dub, you can look up the roster of games. I think I I had them pulled up on my phone a little bit earlier because I was already trying to think about who I was going to bet on and what the scenarios were going to be in order for those bets to be out there. But I got to tell you, it just feels good to be able to pull uh, pull up the schedule and have NCAA football with games that are actually going on. All right, Thursday of this week, Central Arkansas, who is now 1-0, will be playing their second game. So they are going on the road against UAB. That's Thursday. That's FBS football kicking off. And then we'll also have South Alabama against Southern Miss, which will be a Thursday game. And then going into the weekend, which obviously is going to be Labor Day, we got some wacky, I mean, like, these games are going to get more attention for all these schools than they've ever gotten before. This is the roster so far as I can see it. Eastern Kentucky is playing Marshall, so we'll have that game going on Saturday. Then we've got MTSU, Middle Tennessee on the road against Army. We've got SMU against Texas State. Houston Baptist against North Texas. Arkansas State against Memphis. And then we've got Stephen F. Austin against UTEP. That's your Saturday slate of games that I just ran through, which a lot of you are going to be watching, crazily enough. You can start at noon Eastern, uh, basically, and go all the way till, uh, till midnight with a lot of different wacky games going on. And then on Monday, we'll have BYU going up against Navy, which is probably the best game of the weekend. And so props to all those schools that will be going. And then... It gets a little bit more interesting because in week two of the season, you'll start to have a bunch of the uh, the, sort of the blue bloods playing. Right now, we got Clemson scheduled to play then. We've got Oklahoma scheduled to play then. Notre Dame is playing. Texas, Oklahoma State, UNC, Iowa State, all of those schools officially underway. My point is here, everybody out there who listens to this program knows that I love college football. And we have just spent so much time fighting over whether college football was going to be played or not that I took a great deal of joy watching toe meat leather and that football go sailing through the air. And we're scheduled, by the way, to talk with Joel Klatt as well, Fox's lead college football analyst. But here were some of the predictions. We used to have old takes exposed on the program regularly. He's working on a new book. He's a really good dude. Uh, But here are some of the predictions that were out there in the last month about college football being canceled. Pat Forty at Sports Illustrated, prominent industry source, quote, I think by the end of the week, fall sports will be postponed in all conferences. That was on August 8th. Pete Thamel at Yahoo Sports, pessimism in college football has spiraled to fatalism, time to face reality, Quote, no one is playing college football in the fall. Dan Wolken, basically his entire life for the last several months at USA Today has been no one is ever allowed to do anything ever again because of the uh, coronavirus. Pat Forty again, breaking news with at Ross Dellinger. Nationwide conference meetings this week are expected to result in 
in the postponement of the 2020 college football season and all fall sports, quote, we've got work to do that's no fun. All of these out there. Bomani Jones, why I can't see there being any football this fall. Uh, We've got all different sorts of people. Mike Florio over at Pro Football Talk. The people who will complain the loudest about no college football season are also the people most responsible for that outcome. Sorry, Florio, you loser. We got football. Darren Ravel, king of the Corona Bros. Many SEC fans wanted their states and their economy open and their right to not wear a mask. How's your football season looking, guys? Looking really good, Darren. We can't wait. Thanks for asking. Uh, Rick Dixon. uh, Sorry, this was somebody who was sharing one of the Pete Thamel uh, stories about no one is playing college football in the fall. So, all of those people, 100 billion percent wrong. But what I want you to think about is this. They were using anonymous quotes to say that college football was not going to happen. Where do you think those anonymous quotes came from? The Big Ten. I feel bad for Big Ten fans. I feel bad for Big Ten players. I feel bad for Big Ten parents. But what was going on here was pretty straightforward. The Big Ten was trying to bully everyone else in college athletics into quitting because they didn't want anybody else to be able to play if they were going to take their ball and go home. It's... They were using the media. Be sophisticated here. They were using the media, seeding anonymous quotes in articles to try to drive up the pressure on everyone else to cancel. And this is why I always say, I I don't believe that I have ever been an anonymous quote source for any media figure ever in a story that's been written. I really don't believe that's ever happened. And the reason why I have never been an anonymous quoted source in a story that's run is because if I'm not willing to put my name to it and say it on this program or write it on my website or say it on television or wherever else, I'm not going to hide behind anonymity and try to get somebody else to use my quotes. I'm, I'm telling you this honestly. I do not believe, in fact, I'm pretty much 100% sure that I have never been quoted in any story as an anonymous source. You don't have to love me. In fact, some of you hate me. But everything I believe, I come on this radio program, I go on the OutKick shows, I write on my website with my own name behind it. And we have fought like you wouldn't believe many of us have out there to try to make sure that college football happened and to be able to enjoy a game like Central Arkansas going up against uh, against Austin P and be able to just watch that game when so many people out there in the media have been carrying water. I call them the Corona Bros, as you know. Carrying water for all these commissioners and all these people trying to cancel the seasons without putting their actual names on the line. Guys, the Big Ten presidents and uh, chancellors have still not put their actual names on the line with whether they voted to allow college football or not. That's why the lawsuit is happening in Nebraska. And I applaud all those kids out there. 
the eight different Nebraska college football players, all the parents who have been supporting the idea of playing. I applaud it full-fledged because I think the taxpayers who were paying $13.6 million in order for the presidents and chancellors of 13 Big Ten public schools, state schools, they should have to go on the record and explain to everyone, the players, the coaches, the parents, the fans out there, why in the world they're not playing. I mean, the fix is in here, guys. If you, don't, if you don't see it, I'm sorry. Look at Pennsylvania. You've got Temple playing. You've got Pitt playing. You've got the Steelers playing. And you've got the Eagles playing. And you're telling me Penn State can't play? Especially when high school football is also going on? Think about that for a minute. We got a lot of listeners listening to us right now in Pennsylvania. A lot of Nittany Lion fans. I love James Franklin. think he's done a great job with that program. Been up to watch a game in your stadium. Had an incredible time. All right? It's a great venue, great environment, super beautiful setting. I got to tell you, high school kids all over Pennsylvania are playing. NFL teams, Steelers, Eagles, both playing. You got the steel, you got the uh, you, you got the city of Philadelphia, Temple's playing. You got the city of Pittsburgh, you got Pitt playing, and you're telling me that Penn State can't play? It's insanity. Same thing's going on in Ohio. In Ohio, you've got high school football taking place. You've got the University of Cincinnati playing. And you also have the Browns and the Bengals playing, to the extent those two teams ever play. Sorry. A tough time to be an NFL fan in general of teams in Ohio. A lot of futility from the Browns and the Bengals. But you got both of those teams playing, and you got the University of Cincinnati and high schools, and you're telling me the Ohio State Buckeyes can't play? And then as if that were not enough, you can just go over to Iowa, and you can see what's going on at Iowa. Iowa State is playing. All the high schools in Iowa are playing. They played high school baseball months ago and they had nearly 30,000 fans present. And you're telling me that Iowa can't play? The fix is in, guys. I'm just... The day on Friday that I saw Joe Biden running television advertisements in Michigan, Wisconsin, and Pennsylvania saying the reason the Big Ten wasn't playing was because Donald Trump was president, I said, I'm sorry, this is a rig job. This is a rig job of the highest order. The president of the United States, whether you're a Democrat or Republican, he came on this program before the Big Ten shut down and before the Pac-12 shut down and said it would be a tragic mistake if they didn't play college football in all the major conferences. And then after he made those comments, the Big Ten shut down and the Pac-12 shut down. Now let's leave the Pac-12 off on the side for a minute because nobody seems to be willing to fight for Pac-12 football, which may tell you something about why Pac-12 football isn't really competing for championships very often. Let's just focus on the Big Ten. The governor of Michigan, Gretchen Whitmer, who we invited, Danny G did, 
We invited her to come on this radio program, said she was glad there was no high school football in the state of Michigan, said she was glad there was no Big Ten football. Democratic governors in Pennsylvania, in Michigan, and in Wisconsin, and in a lot of other states out there in the Big Ten territory, It feels like they exerted political pressure to keep the Big Ten schools from playing. And it feels like football and football fans and football players and parents all got caught in a vice that was designed to keep football from being played because Democrats decided it would make Donald Trump look bad if football wasn't being played. This is how wild it is. Your kid gets to play high school football this year almost exclusively if you happen to live in a state with a Republican governor. 25 out of 26 states with Republican governors are playing football this fall. I might be uh, not 100% plugged in, but I believe the only state with a Republican governor the last time I looked is Maryland that is not playing. If your kid happens to live in a Democratic-led governor state, then there is a 15 out of 22 chance that they are not playing. How did this happen? How did football, which I think everybody loves, whether you're a Democrat, whether you're a Republican, whether you're an independent, how did it get to the place where college football whether or not you're going to be able to play college football is a function almost entirely of whether or not you happen to have a Republican or a Democratic governor. That shouldn't matter. The data should matter. The data should govern. And by the way, the data is telling us a whale of a story. And that story is this. We are seeing hospitalizations plunge from the coronavirus across this country. Two-month low on Sunday for the number of people hospitalized with the coronavirus. Cases are plummeting. Also, deaths are plunging. We are rapidly getting back to normalcy in this country. And I want to hit you with this fact that also matters and for some reason nobody is talking about. The CDC released a bunch of new information on their website over the weekend. They said, and you can go read this at outkick.com if you want, it's directly linked to the CDC website, of the people who have died of the coronavirus in this country. Only 6% of them are listed as solely COVID deaths. In other words, they didn't have comorbidities. 6%. 94 percent of the people who died of the coronavirus didn't just have one comorbidity they had an average of 2.6 means if you had lung cancer and kidneys that weren't working and you died of the coronavirus you died with the coronavirus in other words fourth stage lung cancer kidneys that aren't working and you test positive for the coronavirus, they counted you as a coronavirus death. We are dealing with a mass amount of fear that has directly infiltrated whether people are able to go to work, 
whether they're able to go to school, and whether they are able to go to sports. And I can't believe that this is the world we find ourselves in right now, but you have to look at the data yourself. There is zero reason that the Big Ten schools aren't playing football. There is zero reason that the Pac-12 schools aren't playing football. The fact that they aren't playing is political in nature. It is fear porn writ large. It is people who didn't look at the actual data and hid behind all of the anonymity and the fact that they didn't have to go public with how they were voting. And everybody who's a Big Ten or a Pac-12 fan should be disgusted with the fact that college football is going to go on and not just is college football going to go on, but there are going to be fans in the stands. There already were on Saturday. There will be on Thursday. There will be on Saturday. And there will be again on Monday. And then the week after that, all of the biggest schools are going to be back and they are going to be playing. This is a shameful, in my opinion, failure of sports and of sports leaders to actually look at the data and make rational decisions and not to run and hide and buy in to the fear porn. Go read it for yourself at OutKick. I can't believe that the world has gone so insane that I am now a voice of reason, but that is where we are. I never would have believed, and by the way, thank you for all the support uh, that OutKick is getting. Today is the final day of the month. We have grown our podcast, I bet, faster this month than any sports talk radio show in the entire country. Our audience is, I'm trying to do the math live in my head, we have over tripled our audience since March. Unheard of in sports talk radio to grow like we have. And you say, why has that happened? It's because there's a desperate desire for truth and honesty and someone who just shares facts and tells people you don't need to be buried underneath the covers in your bedroom. You can go outside. You're going to be fine. There's a desperate desire for that. And that's what we do at OutKick. Try to be smart. Share the data with you. I'm not telling you that every one of my opinions is going to be right. In fact, if you gamble, you know that I give you, unfortunately, I wish I could get them all right. I give you a lot of gambling picks that end up being wrong. But I can promise to you that my facts are going to be correct. You may not agree with where my opinions take me, but my facts with you are always going to be correct. And so as we start off this Monday with college football back, and by the way, being able to say, next week the NFL is back. You believe that? After all we've been through, next week we've got NFL football. It's wild. Thursday night football. Texans going to be on the road against the Chiefs. We've almost made it all the way back to the NFL, but we have made it all the way back to college football. And I am so glad that there were enough people looking at the facts in the SEC, the ACC, the Big 12, the small conferences that decided to keep fighting, and even those FCS schools that played on Saturday night, Central Arkansas going up against Austin P. God bless all you guys for actually looking at the data and making it happen. 
This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock, and there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes, cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with, hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events... You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Continental Tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Continental test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com dot com slash sports tire rack dot com the way tire buying should be.
we got a lot to get into, but I want to start where we just finished the first hour of the program. Uh, I think I told you this, Jason. I know you've met my kids. Uh, but in the wake of the Jacob Blake video last week, I sat down with my kids, my two oldest, my five-year-old's a little too young to understand, and we just had a really in-depth conversation. It's a conversation I've been having with them for several years as they've gotten older and they're outside of the house a little bit more uh, than they were certainly when they're always with their mom or me. And, And it's a conversation I hear black parents say they have with their kids all the time, but I do as well, and it's, hey, if a police officer asks you a question, You need to yes, sir, and no, sir, yes, ma'am, and no, ma'am, that police officer. You don't need to run. You don't need to behave in an antagonistic fashion. You, your dad, this is me, I'm a lawyer. If something inappropriate is being done by a police officer, we can find out about that afterwards. But you're not going to win an argument with a police officer, certainly not as a young person. And it's not a surprise if they're talking to you, they may view you suspiciously. And so... My advice to them is to comply with all police officer instructions. That's what I was told by my parents when I was young and certainly by the time when I was a teenager and going out into the world. And I believe I've always done a pretty good job of that, even if sometimes, like everybody else out there, if I get pulled over for speeding, I'm not necessarily in the greatest mood. Uh, I'm not saying that I've always been the greatest human being ever in talking to police officers, but I certainly have never refused to obey any command. Wouldn't it be, instead of all of the antagonism that we get about police officers and everything that's coming out of the leagues and, uh, and players and everybody else with athletics, if we just started a movement for people to treat police officers respectfully, Now, I want police to treat the people they're talking to respectfully, too. And I would encourage any officer doing that uh, who's listening to us right now to do that. But don't you think we could dial down some of the animosity, Jason Whitlock, if we just asked people not to immediately view each other as antagonists on the police and uh, the people that they're talking to battlefront, for lack of another way of describing it? Wouldn't that be... I think one of the repercussions of this whole Black Lives Matter movement is we've turned up the antagonism between police and suspect, and we've justified and have basically uh, gassed people up to be combative with the police. And that's just not healthy. It's not a smart thing to do. And so something that happens very, very rarely, police kill a U.S. citizen, black, white, whatever. It's very, very rare. But the way that we are responding to these very, very rare occurrences is actually baiting for there to be more of it. And so we're not pursuing a solution. We're pursuing demonizing a group of people, police officers. We're pursuing destabilizing law and order and respect for authority. And and look, Clay, you're absolutely right. I've said this from the beginning. It would be irresponsible of any parent not to talk with their kids about how to engage with a government official who carries a gun, 
who's been authorized to use that gun, uh, of course, it just it's just total common sense. Deal with that person with as much respect and deference as possible. Don't try to win an argument, a debate with someone who has the law on their side. It's pointless. And, and, and I think most people, instead, we ask athletes and high-profile people, oh, come tell us about your worst experience with the police, and as if that's significant. And we never ask people, well, come tell us about your best experience with that's police. That's a great point. Because I, I have a lot, and I trust I've had a bad experience with police officers in in South Carolina when I was living in Charlotte uh, or in the Charlotte area at the time. But the overwhelming majority of my encounters with police have gone really well, not because the police were especially nice to me. It's because I was especially nice to them. I always try to kill a police officer with kindness. And I've had some guys that have tried to bait me, that have tried to that have tried to belittle me, but I just keep hitting them with no sir, yes sir, and I'm oh, I'm sorry for doing anything to to disrupt your day. It's all my fault. And and I I'm just telling you, 9 times out of 10 they melt. They may come in thinking I'm going to write this guy a ticket or I'm going to harass him. But you kill them with enough kindness, and they eventually fold. And I, I'm just—I would think, and you know, stats may prove it out, but I can't remember the last ticket I got. I've pretty much, and it's not because I'm famous, because certainly in Los Angeles, I was not famous. Police officers didn't recognize me, but I would just disarm them with so much kindness they'd give me a warning ticket and let me go. Yeah, and. So the reason why I think this is important is I think it could be an opportunity for leagues and players and also for the influence they have with young people for it to be very positive as opposed to it trying to be a very negative. And your example makes a lot of sense because very often what you put out into the world is what you get back, right? I mean, I, I, Not very often. That is an all the time. Whatever energy you put into the world is the energy you get back. Yeah, no question. And so I feel like, and I'm sure there's a lot of people listening to us right now, who feel like, particularly in a social media era, there is a lot of negativity being put into the world, right? And and as a result, very often our discussions about ways to make things better begin with destruction as opposed to construction, which is kind of a thing that I spend a lot of time on. It's a lot easier to tear down a building than it is to build one you can get rid of something a lot faster than you can build something up. The challenge that I think we're facing as a society today is when you destroy something, it ain't a lot of fun to be standing there in the rubble. And anger is not necessarily a very productive emotion most of the time, right? And and so I feel like social media as a general rule is fueled by anger and emotion. And I think players have led into that, and the result is situations like what we saw with their response to Jacob Blake. Because, and I want to run through these details again with you, uh, Jason, but because I think we're probably the only place that's actually going to talk about this. All right, The details that are now out, according to the Wisconsin Police Department, the Wisconsin Department of Justice, and by the way, the Department of Justice for the federal government is also going to do their own investigation. 
But all of the evidence seems to suggest that a uh, black woman called 911 because Jacob Blake, she was afraid of him. Because she had been, according to her, felony sexually assaulted by Jacob Blake. He was not supposed to be close to her. She calls the police. They show up reportedly knowing that they're coming to arrest him and that she is called seeking their help. When they arrive there, Jacob Blake refuses to comply with their instructions, isn't impacted by their taser, fights with police officers, walks around a car, goes and opens a door. There's a knife either in his possession already or he's reaching for it, and that is when he is shot. We only saw, you and I, the first time, was it like Sunday night that this video came out for the first time? You tagged me and you said, hey, this uh, this video's out there. I think it's going to be a big story this week. And we had conversation uh, that night. And we were both saying, hey, boy, you know, why are we only seeing 20 seconds of this video? Where is the rest of the interaction? What, what went on there? Everything else. The athletes all run out. They all decide that they're not going to play. And then all the details start to come out. And all of a sudden, like the WNBA players who showed up, with Jacob Blake's name spelled out in letters on their T-shirts, all women who are spelling out the name of a man who was accused of sexually assaulting a woman. I mean, and and again, this story, to a large extent, I think is going to vanish because so many people are recognizing, hey, maybe we didn't get this wrong. Maybe we got this wrong. Maybe that 20-second video wasn't the sum total. And by the way, I'm not saying necessarily that the shooting was justified. That's for the Department of Justice to determine whether or not the number of times that a gun was fired was appropriate. It could be excessive force. That's eventually maybe a decision for a jury, a decision for a DA, whether or not to press charges there, all of that. But this is not the execution that players and leagues made it appear to be when they decided they weren't going to play. Clay, there's so many false narratives that have been promoted for the last seven, ten years uh, via social media. And and Jacob Blake, this incident is a shining example. Let's go back to what we LeBron James did at the outset of this. Yes, that uh, black people are terrified. Black people are scared. Uh, and all this is an insinuation that black people live in fear of the police. Let's examine the Jacob Blake situation. A black woman called the police to protect her. If she's terrified, you don't you don't call people you're terrified of. And again, I don't have the stats. This is speculation on my part, but I would bet in America. Black people index at a higher level than any the rest of the country in terms of calling the police. The people there allegedly were terrified of and we live in fear of. We call them at a higher rate, in my opinion, speculation. I'm sure they'll have stats that can back me up at a higher rate than anybody else. Then, so she's not scared. And if you look at the behavior of Jacob Blake, he's not scared. He's not acting as if he's terrified of the police. He's willing to fight them. They have guns drawn on him. He's willing to walk away. He's going to his car, uh, reaching for a knife, allegedly. He doesn't seem to be expressing any fear. So, look, there is a bogus narrative that 
that's being driven by athletes and this elite culture, and 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 it's irresponsible. It's a lie. It's dangerous. I don't get why they're being allowed to get away with it. No one questions LeBron James in any in any type of legitimate fashion. People are just saying dumb things to promote fear and to promote a defunding of the police or the demonization of police, and and all it's leading to is more and more anarchy and more and more death. Go look at just what happened in Portland, man. We got people shooting each other in the streets, and because the guy in Portland, the mayor and the governor, won't allow the police to to tamp down it's this crazy. nightly rioting, things are just spinning out of control. And and I, I, that's why I just look and I go, what is LeBron James and these other athletes? What are they seeing that I'm not seeing? None of this is headed a healthy direction. Why? So one of the things that I think is, is, is why it's partly not healthy is in sports media, there are going to be a lot of people who have shows and they said, oh, my God, it's so brave of the NBA and Major League Baseball and the NHL and MLS for these guys not to show up and play. And then when the details on the Jacob Blake story come out, they're not even going to talk about it, and they're just going to brush past it, and they're going to be like, oh, well, they gained a great deal by boycotting and not playing and all these other different things. Why do you think this show, and I I mean this honestly, I think this show is the only one with a national reach in the entire country that will actually come in Monday and talk about the fact that really the entire reason why the league shut down blew up on themselves. I mean, think about this for a minute. The WNBA women, who are ostensibly going to care about women more than anybody in all of athletics, right? They wore t-shirts with Jacob Blake's name spelled out on it. This is a guy who so terrified a woman who's probably around the age of all these WNBA players that she was calling the police to protect her from him And most people aren't even going to point out how unbelievably ridiculous they look now that these facts have emerged. Why do you think so many people will stay quiet now? Well, I'll make a smaller point first. Look, and I'm just sorry, I'm just going to say it. The WNBA players are just looking for attention. There's nothing they will not do to garner some attention because no one cares about their league. And so they're doing the ice bucket challenge or as it relates to Black Lives Matter, and, and that's all they're doing. Why no one else in the media will touch this is, is complicated, but it's, it's kind of simple. As it relates to you, Clay, you have your own business. You, you, you can survive if corporate America or corporate media says, hey, we're done with you. You've built a business, you've built a platform to take care of you and your family, and so that gives you more freedom and autonomy than a lot of your competitors. A lot of your competitors and a lot of people in the sports media, world, they're so afraid of their corporate over- overlords, justifiably, that their health insurance, their paycheck, their 401k is all dependent on not getting crossways with 
some brand or get crossways with social media in some way that someone could go after their job and paint them as a racist the way Drew Brees was painted as a racist. It, it, look, look what happened with Brian Erlacher for, you know, a Hall of Fame football player has a half-black child. And, you know, he made a uh, maybe not the greatest analogy, but it wasn't a terrible analogy or whatever. We're talking about, you know, why are they canceling games? Brett Favre played through the death of his dad. And, you know, here's a guy that no one knows that's wanted for crimes and we're acting like we got to shut down, we can't go to work. And he's being, you know, the, the Chicago Bears distanced themselves from him officially, put out a statement or whatever. And so people just live in fear of the corporate overlords, and the corporate overlords live in fear of social media. And, uh, you know, look, I just come back saying the same thing over and over and over again. Twitter is in control of the mainstream media. Twitter amplifies the voices of demagogues and people that uh, want to shame or cancel people. And Twitter's just, I'm just sorry, it's just a poison that's been let loose in our society. It's going unchecked. Twitter is the mob. And and there's a reason why people, smart people, have always been against mob rule. Because mobs just don't make sound decisions. Mobs throw out facts, ethics, truth, uh, morality. Mobs throw everything out the window and just try to destroy something or someone. And I, I think, you know, most of your peers and competitors in talk radio and on sports TV, they just... They just don't want to be destroyed by the mob, and so it's best just to go along. And it, it, it's we've seen it throughout the history of the world. This is how you empower fascism and and just about everything negative in the world. You, it's groupthink. It's going along with the mob. It's just going along to get along. People won't stand up for what they believe. And, and I get it. You know, it's easy for me to say because, again, uh, you know, I'm partnered with you at Outkick. My survival is based on me and you, not some corporate overlords. And, you know, I got no wife, no kids. And so as long, you know, once I'm fed, the family's fed. And so it's easier for me to, you know, take these so-called controversial opinions. But most everybody else is, is living in somewhat of a justifiable fear. What's wild is our quote-unquote controversial opinions are actually the most reasonable and the ones that the vast majority of sports fans happen, which is why you should be signing up for OutKick VIP. And if that's not a heck of a transition, I don't know what is. Uh, you get weekly Zoom calls from Jason Whitlock and myself, VIP phone line when we open up phone lines on this program, the right to comment on our articles, and a VIP message board, autographed copy of my book. We're having events soon. I think, Jason Whitlock, the plan is for us to do a uh, a NFL kickoff party somewhere in Nashville for a small group of VIPs. Come watch the game with us. We're excited about it. How good of a value? Why should people go sign up for OutKick VIP? Well, it's it's just not the Zoom calls and the private events. It's really for those of you that want to see a different form of sports media, one that 
tries to stick to the truth, one that tries to have respect for facts and for fairness, ones that, you know, respect America and are grateful that we live here in America, and one that wants to help America become better, you, you got to support what what you believe in and what you want to see from the media, that's why you should become a Outkick VIP to su- support a brand of journalism that you respect and is actually trying to improve America. And we got a lot of new people who are going to be joining Outkick in the weeks and months ahead that I'm excited about. And I know Jason Whitlock's excited about too, and you guys can help be a part of that. Go to Outkick.com. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum! And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events... You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Pirelli tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installed near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their pirelli test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be I know I said I was going to ask you about uh, LeBron James and the precedent of the sitouts, but uh, we were just talking off the air during the commercial break, and uh, you pointed out something that I do think is interesting. Mike Tomlin had a video, Pittsburgh Steelers, and you shared it on your Twitter account. I saw it there, and you really loved what you were seeing from Mike Tomlin in terms of a way to reach out to a larger community of uh, football fans. What did he do? Why did you think it was so smart? Would it work elsewhere? Yeah, I, I think he did this on Friday, or yeah, I, I believe on Friday before a uh, Steelers practice. I think maybe they had a handful of fans uh, in the stadium for the practice, and he addressed the crowd, and I, or, or, or maybe it was televised in Pittsburgh, but he took the microphone. The Steelers were all standing arm in arm behind him, and he gave a speech that touched on uh, improving America, uh, recognizing that this is a tough time, the pandemic, the social unrest, and that, you know, as an organization, the Steelers and the players were committed to actions that would improve America and address social injustice, as he said it. And then he concluded it by, uh, he concluded it by, uh, leading his team, the entire team, in a group prayer at midfield. Everybody took a knee and, you know, he encouraged the crowd to join him. And I thought, like, this is where they need to be before a game. If they could strike the tone that Mike Tomlin struck, I think it's constructive. I think it it satisfies the players that, hey, we've raised up the issues that we're passionate about but we're leaving it in a more positive thing. Rather than protesting America, we're having a prayer for America to do better. I think that's something that's far less polarizing, far more constructive than walking out of games, than putting names on the than just being very preachy and wagging a finger at everybody. That's a better path to go than what we've been seeing. Do you think that that kind of path will be embraced or as we get ready for the NFL? And the positive is your Kansas City Chiefs, you covered them for a long time. They open the season. It's great to be able to see, say this after how long it feels like the offseason has been. Next week, 
is it going to be a contentious opening to the season or do you think the NFL will find a way to have a big tent? And uh, there's a lot of people looking forward to football, but will there be people who are not welcomed into that big tent? How isolating will it be? How well do you think the NFL can thread that needle? I don't think they're going to thread the needle at all. I, I, I think... To be quite honest, I've been disappointed with NFL leadership from Roger Goodell to Troy Vincent. Just being quite, I think they're they're going to continue to mismanage this and play politics and give in to the Black Lives Matter crowd. I think that that Chiefs opening game, uh, they're not going to hit the right tone. They're not going. They're not going to be able to pull it off. It's going to be very divisive and polarizing. It's. It, I'm not sure if it'll reach the levels of the NBA, but but it could. Open. It could look just like the NBA with things flattered in the end zone, with uh, you know things on the back of helmets, uh, a bunch of kneeling during the national anthem, and broadcasters talking about you know and television commercials all. Promoting, you know, Jacob Blake, George Floyd, all these great heroes uh, that Black Lives Matters has anointed. And, and look, I certainly think what happened to George Floyd is a tragedy. I don't think Jacob Blake should have been shot seven times in the back. But I also just think, you know, you got to be smarter and not put yourself in a, in some side of, of physical conflict with the police at any time. That's just a mistake. You're just asking for trouble. And so I, just, I don't expect the NFL to handle the opening week very well. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when 
when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Kumo tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports see their kumo test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be We've been hanging out with Jason Whitlock. And by the way, the conversation has rolled on with Whitlock. We're actually going to have Joel Klatt join us later this week uh, to talk college football with college football returning on Thursday, obviously this weekend. We talked a lot about that in the first hour. Central Arkansas going up against Austin P. Uh, I'm excited about the return of college football, as is Joel Klatt. We will talk to him uh, eventually this week about the return. He's Fox's lead college football analyst. But we got Jason Whitlock, and I've been teasing this question for a while, so I'm just going to hit him with it directly. What is LeBron James's legacy going to be, in your mind, Jason Whitlock? Uh, I, I really think it's going to be, well, what the accurate legacy will be is that uh, LeBron's choices ended up diminishing all of sports. And his choice to bring politics to the forefront of sports ended up diminishing all of sports. I, I think that that will be the accurate legacy that will supersede all of his accomplishments, overshadow all of his accomplishments. Uh, the three or four championships he may win, three, four, five MVP trophies he's won will all be overshadowed by the fact that he brought politics into sports in a major way, and that ended up decreasing the popularity of all sports. That's quite a legacy. It's quite a damning legacy, but I think it's accurate. Um, 
it is interesting. Now, some people will say, oh, you know, you guys are, are, are on the – you talked about this earlier. You're on the wrong side of history and everything else. But what I would argue is consistently, if you look at sports, it's been about expanding audience, right? And using the NBA in particular as a window, when Magic and Larry got to the NBA, there was almost no existing NBA fan base. And they put the NBA on the map. Jordan took it to a different stratosphere. And if Jordan was uh, the sun and the moon and the stars for the NBA, which I think it's accurate to be, said because Jordan in 98, even though there were way less people living in America at the time, no one has ever come close to watching the same uh, number of people haven't a basketball game in America since Jordan with uh, the audience that he produced for game six in 98. It seems to me, and by the way, that audience in the NBA is down 50% since Jordan and continues to diminish. I don't know how the NBA comes back from what they have created this year. And I know we've talked a little bit about this, but I think the boycott makes it even more of an interesting question going forward. I mean, how do they take Black Lives Matter off the court? How do they ever stand for the national anthem again? How do they ever take the names off the jersey? Because it's not as if whatever political issues they are concerned about are suddenly going to cease to exist. Because as we said in an earlier part of this conversation, there's always going to be a viral video somewhere that has 20 seconds that can provoke outrage. It doesn't matter how perfect our country becomes it's never going to become perfect enough that 328 million people are not doing anything wrong on a day-to-day basis. Does that make sense? So I don't know how the standard by which the NBA is judging itself now, which is, oh, there can never be a viral moment anywhere in the United States that isn't upsetting to me. There's always going to be one of those videos. There's almost going to be one of those videos every couple of months for all time. Yeah, I don't know how they walk this back. Uh, to me, it, Zion Williamson would have to become the face, the star of the NBA, and he would have to take a completely different position than LeBron James. They need some type of transcendent superstar. Who like if Zion came tone. out, just to kind of be funny here, because I'm sure it wouldn't happen, but let's say that Trump wins re-election and next season Zion comes out and he's like I'm a huge Trump guy and people are laughing right now even thinking about that but that would literally be the bravest thing that a black athlete could say right I mean people talk all the time about bravery and courage and having the courage of your convictions the bravest thing that a prominent black athlete could do is say hey I'm a Republican and I'm I a big disagree Trump guy. with that you disagree I- yeah, I don't think that would be the bravest thing in terms. What would be the brave? You're talking to a non-political person, and so I think I, I think prefer, if I, I would prefer for Zion Williamson or someone to just say, you know what, if we win a title, I'm going to the White House regardless who the president is, because I'm going to celebrate this thing in the highest office in the land. Uh, I, I just think someone to pivot back into that Jordan lane. Yeah. And and so to pivot to the other side of the political spectrum. Okay, I can see that argument. Heightens the but polarization. Maybe, but I think it would be such a shock if and it's funny to people out there because they can't even imagine it. Like 
if next season the Pelicans came back, and remember Brady had the Make America Great Again hat in his locker, I, the, the shock that would send ripples throughout all of uh, all of the sports media if they went to go talk to Zion and he had a Make America Great Again hat in his locker, and they were like, what's up with the hat? And he was like, oh, I'm a big I, Trump guy. I, I, compl- I disagree with you, Clay, because here's what I think. I think what would be brave for a black athlete to do that would be authentic, non-political, but would start a discussion. It's like Charles Barkley, a lot of guts, whether you agreed with him or disagreed with him at the time. When he did this, I'm not a role model commercial. Yeah. That took guts, shocked everybody, started a discussion, paved the path that we're really on now. If, if, Zion Williamson, Kevin Durant, anybody, Kawhi Leonard, if anybody came out and said, hey, you know what, <clears throat> the police do an excellent job, yeah. we need the police in our communities, the real issue that concerns me as someone coming from an inner city community is the amount of black-on-black violence that's destroying so many of our young people. I would like to see us as an NBA family, athletic family, raise awareness and start coming up with ways to address the violence that's ravishing our communities. Yep. That would be brave, authentic, would make that guy a superstar and make a lot of people want to support him. And if the NBA went down that path, I think a lot of people would jump back on board with the NBA. I think there's a lot of truth to that. Do you also think that that would be speaking for the majority out there that isn't being heard right now? Because it's it's interesting. I was reading an article the other day where it was like, you if you just read Twitter, you would think that there's a huge percentage of black people that are in favor of defunding the police. The data point that I saw... 80% of black people were like, this is crazy. Like uh, the most recent public polling I saw, only 20% of black people were in favor of defunding the police. And by the way, it was like 15% of white people, 18% of Hispanic people. It's a big article in the Wall Street Journal talking about how on social media, defunding the police is always trending and everybody's like, oh, I love the idea. There's hardly anybody in any of these communities that is actually in favor of this idea against the police is a major issue being discussed by black people. What, what I do think, I'll make another analogy of why I think it would be brave and the right thing to do to hit the tone that I was talking about, speaking out against violence in inner city communities. We have athletes right now that are put together PSAs and athletes do commercials about stopping bullying and how bullying hurts kids. And it's just like, okay, if we know that bullying hurts kids and, you know, that that it's something we need to stand up against, how about a child that grows up in a neighborhood where he has to worry about random street violence? There was a one-year-old child, I think, in the past 48, 72 hours that was shot and sit in his home. A stray bullet came into his home, hit him in the head, and killed him. There are kids living in violent communities, ravaged by drugs and gun violence, who live every day in fear of the street violence. And there's no 
active campaign going on to to address that fear, that traumatizing fear that kids are experiencing in their neighborhoods. They're not sitting around worried about the police. They're not, they're worried about the gang violence and drug dealings in their communities. It prevents them from moving ahead. If an athlete would stand up and say that and focus attention on that rather than focusing on, oh, my God, I'm in these little suburban schools. You know, Johnny's getting bullied, and we got to do something about it. we got to stop it. And, again, that's all good. I'm not diminishing that bullying is bad. Let's stop it. But, but we can't stand up against bullets in the heads of children. It's... It's crazy. The analogy that I've made is, uh, and it's such a good point, that in general, if you are worried about police violence and not worried about violence overall in all communities, it's like a thousand-pound man being upset because his thumb is too fat, right? Because if we eliminated every instance of police misconduct that exists in our country— I wish we could do it. I wish I could snap my fingers and make it a reality. By the way, so do police officers because it would make their job a lot easier if there weren't knuckleheads screwing up their job. Like, by the way, knuckleheads screw up all of our jobs too. Regardless of what job you have, there's some people who do it poorly and make it more difficult for you, whether you work on an assembly line, whether you're a police officer, whether you're a janitor, whether you're a nurse, whether you're a doctor, lawyer, whoever it is, There's always people not good at your profession that make it harder for you to do your job. But if I could snap my fingers and do away with all police shootings, the murder rate in this country, 99% of all murders plus would still be going on. So if you're concerned about violence, it's like, again, a thousand pound man being like, hey, does my thumb look fat to you? I'm looking at my thumb right now, and it's like, hey, it looks like it's a little bit chubby. And you're like, hey, fat ass, all of you is chubby. It ain't your thumb, right? Like, the larger context, even if you solve the thumb issue, even if you're sitting there doing thumb wars all the time and you're in perfect shape, the whole rest of your body's still fat. We're not even solving the larger issue, right? And I think that's what you're getting at, um, is that so much of our conversation is focused on a relatively small portion of a larger problem. That's certainly what I'm getting at, uh, but but I'm really there. Are, look, LeBron James talking about this fear and t- terrified, but that's a real issue. But it's not fear of the police, and and so there are kids traumatized. You sh- a kid shouldn't see a dead body in his neighborhood. He could, you know, kids shouldn't be able to. Oh man, uh, this friend of mine, I knew he got killed at fourteen or what. That shouldn't be commonplace. Where you have a bunch of T-shirts in your closet from when this friend got killed or that friend got killed. That's all very traumatic, and it needs to be addressed. And we need to try to reduce that trauma. Pretending like the trauma is being inflicted by the police in a massive scale is a joke. It's dishonest. It's a disservice to black kids. It's And, again, I would love for some athlete to step out there. I wish it was Kevin Durant. I wish it was anybody would step out there, Lamar Jackson, somebody. Tell the damn truth so we can actually make some progress on the real issues.
Jason Whitlock preaching. People can follow him at Whitlock. Jason, what you got for us this week? A lot of videos. Go subscribe. How would you tell people who just heard you right now and are like, I want to see everything that man does? Where would they need to go? Well, they need to go to outkick.com and become a VIP and support what we're doing. Just Amen. That's a big leave deal. It at that. All right. Leave it at that. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.